to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. All right, we come to you live from the Carter Volkswagen Studio, Puck and Gas, 10 to 1. You can find us on, on your old little radio dial in your car, also on the uh, world-famous iHeartRadio app uh, as well. If you haven't downloaded it, please do it today. We would appreciate the support. We need all the support uh, we can get. We've made it to another Monday, which is very successful for us. It's a big Monday, too. This it is, is a big Monday. Why, why is this a big Monday? Because it's it's the Monday of race week, and oh, there's a lot going on. And you're cutting your, your week short here to go back to, to Indianapolis. I have to, because I was... Uh, I'm, 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 well, Are you there's a race? There's no way. There's no easy way to put this, so I'll just go ahead and put it out there publicly. I'm going to the Indianapolis 500 with Bob Rondo's wife. Oh! And, I'm, and I don't care who knows. Wow. I don't care Does who Rondo knows. Does Rondo know you're taking his wife? Hard to say. Mr. Fisherman is gone all the time. Who knows well, what he's up boy, to? you sneak in. You're just like Joe Pesci in Casino. You sneak right in. Not we, get, we do. Sharon Stone's not getting attention you for him to you know, Nero. You know what's funny is is uh, uh, Molly and I grew up oh. 10 minutes from each other in Indianapolis. Really? We, we never knew each other. She's... I, She's a little younger than I am. Not a lot, but, but a little. But you like younger women. You and always I've, have. Yeah, I always have. <laughs> so we're heading out. You know, I'm going to ask you, Puck. Wait you, a minute. Is it just you two? Yeah, just us two. It's going to be a very... No, no, no. There's a whole Is group of us. Is your wife going? Yeah, she's, Renee's okay. going to be there, yes. Right. Yeah, well, Renee the loves you. Well, you set it up, it kind of... Like, I know. Well, I, I kind of like to have that image. I like people out there going away, because there's already well, people that have tuned out going other. Oh, well, what's Rondo doing that he can't go with his wife back to the Indianapolis 500? Is it, he really on a river somewhere? I, I bet he's going to be fishing. If I had to guess. It involves fishing. That's Bob's. It's his number one thing now. People say, is Bob misbroadcasting? I'm like, well, the only way Bob's coming back into broadcasting is if UW gets a fishing team. And he'd be the voice of that. Or maybe a fishing why, show. Why don't we have a fishing team? It's a good, or a fishing show. Why, why don't we have a fishing team? UW TV, man, to do a fishing show and get Rondo to host it. Yeah. Bob Rondo's fishing. That'd be great. I mean, all the schools could have it. Washington could be on Lake, the Huskies could be on Lake Washington fishing. Any lakes around here. The Cougs could be on the Snake River. That'd be yeah. great. Or at the Cougs. Arthur Cook. Just fishing right there. Just fishing in the Cook. That's Absolutely. fine. The Palouse River, I think, runs somewhere near. Yeah, yeah. why not? You, uh, you, I'll ask you, Puck, is there, is there a broadcaster in America right now more patriotically dressed than me? I got the USA. No, I got a USA jacket on and a Brickyard yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, this is all anticipation for your big trip. How many, how many Indianapolis 500s will this be for you? This will only be my fourth, believe it That's or not. I've not gone to... It, it's funny. Yeah, growing up, I just my, my dad wasn't a big fan of racing, so we didn't go to a lot of them. We didn't, we didn't go to any. And I went a couple of times with my high school buddies, and I've been back. I guess this might be my fifth. I used to work. One of the reasons I didn't go in high school and college was I worked as a uh, as like a, a banquet uh, bus boy at a hotel, and and the weekend of the five hundred, if you were willing to not sleep, you could make an insane amount of money right. both in overtime and in tips because yeah. we had this one huge company that would rent out. Uh, the entire hotel uh, ballroom, and we'd do a huge dinner and dance on Saturday night. They'd leave at like 2. We'd stay up all night packing box lunches. They're back at 6 to get on buses to go out to the track. Then they'd come back afterwards for lunch. So it was, anyway, that's probably way more than you wanted. No, it's that, perfect. I want to, are you going to check in Thursday or Friday? Can we get you night? I want I doubt it. Well, come on. I, I don't Really have, inebriated uh, check-in, please. I, that, that, uh, Sunday. Where are you Sunday? I'll call you Sunday if you'd like. Sunday, I'm camping. I'm the, getting weird in the woods, the so la- I'm out. The last time I'm at the 500, true story, 2006, uh, we're, we're, 
So I forget. I was with some people, and they're like, "Hey, we know these guys, and they have a they have a house right by the track, and and they'll let us party there." And I love a story that it starts. With, we know some guys. We that got some a guys. house. Come on. So these guys, and the key to this is, hey, somehow uh, friends of mine were friends of theirs, and and the key thing is now you got a place with a bathroom because you get out there at like eight in the morning. Oh, the race yeah. doesn't start till eleven. Sure, right. It's like a, it's, yes. you know, it's a. It, it, it's a well, big day, so so you so, bring a bathroom. We'll we'll have a story about a man that yeah. uh, that had to use the bathroom on a flight. We'll have that later in the show. That's, Speaking that's of bathrooms, but I'm 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 standing there, and this guy who owns the house, he, the guy about my walks up, and he goes, "Oh, I hear you're from Seattle." And I go, "Yeah, you know Kevin Calabro." <laughs> Well, yeah. Damn, I Matter do. of fact, so this guy knew him, so nice. you can't get away from that. Anyway, so it's a big week. It's it a big, a big Monday. Well, it's, it's a big Monday. I mean, it, it leads to our poll question today. Our oh, daily yeah. poll question because yeah. back from his, his God, long honeymoon. and uh, Was, was it a honeymoon? Our, Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Niner really? Nate. Niner Nate is He's back. married? Yeah, someone actually married him, Gas. Wow, how about someone that? Someone actually married him. In fact, the, the guy who did his wedding was a preacher man. Down at Safeco, he actually officiated his wedding. <laughs> I he, bet that was good. <laughs> I bet that was you good. You will be in hell if you don't marry her. Can you, no, no, can you imagine that guy doing your vows? Oh, that'd be awesome. Do you take this woman? I do. You're going to hell. On the speakerphone. <laughs> Have you had sex with her yet? Yes. You're going to hell. Every, everything in your vow would end with you're going to hell. Actually, I mean, well, I mean, really, honestly, maybe that's really the truth. You can uh, vote. I would have put it if I'd known it was honeymoon. So he was, in Cabo. he was in Cabo for his honeymoon. He's back on the morning show. He's a big hit. Everyone's been yeah. super excited that Niner Nate is back in town. Highlight of at Niner Nate 49, which is hard for me to believe there are 48 other Niner Nates out there. <laughs> Our highlight of at Niner Nate 49's trip to Mexico. Oh. Uh, 45% say sat in the pool and drank, which I believe he said that for three days, that's all they did. Three of the five days, or something like that, four of the six days, all they did for, for the entire trip was just sit in a pool and drink a massive amounts of alcohol. Uh, 29% say sunburned so bad he has scabs, which, again, <laughs> that's a direct quote from Niner Nate. All of these are, which is true because he said he was sitting in the pool all day long, still with mm-hmm. SPF 50 on. Right, 17% say recognized by many. Niner Nate told me he, en- he now introduces himself to everyone the way he introduced himself to me on my first day back on the Jason Puckett show when I walked in, and he walks up to me and says, Hi, Gas, my name's Niner Nate. You've probably heard of me. Oh, so that's God how he introduced you. himself to people in Mexico. Yeah. And then 9% say two-for-one deal uh, from the Dolphin guy. Now, how yeah. long do you suppose it took the Dolphin guy to break on this? Because the Dolphin guy's got promo codes and stuff. How long would you have Niner oh, Nate hassle him? He paid like $200. It was no two-for-one. This was always the deal the entire time. But he either way. He suckered Nate into feeling that he got a deal. That's what they do there. That, that's what they do, but it didn't take long because the guy isn't going to deal with Nate for very long. No, they, He's going to break down right away yeah. yeah so you can vote at uh, gasman 206 the highlight of nine or nate 49's honeymoon great. i put trip it was a honeymoon yeah in mexico we wow. got a triple crown possibility yes. this year what is with okay so my main takeaway i uh, i did not see the race it was it was out and about on mm-hmm. saturday with mm-hmm. uh, a wedding and all this kind of stuff so i didn't see that right but uh it, it what is with these just lunatic 25 year old white guys and girls and their obsession with wrestling in the mud. Uh, it preaknesses. Like blacked out drunk. The is infield. That, I know this has always yeah. been going on, but it, this just felt like this year was worse than any other year. So the infield at the Derby and at the Preakness, more so than the Belmont, have always been a little wild. Preakness has always been crazy over the top oh, wild. I mean, God. for years, the infield has just been a no-holds-barred zone. I mean, covered in mud. I mean, women yeah. just wrestling, which fine. Wrestling in the mud, women, I get it. That's Yeah, that, that probably, I'd probably tune in. Yeah. I probably would stop on by. The highlight of watching the, the, the recap of the Preakness was 
the uh, the tradition. I forgot about the tradition of running on top of. Yeah, the you've urinals. seen videos of those, yeah. right? Yeah, the guy running on top of the porta potties. Mm-hmm. Did you see the one? And I think it was. I don't know what website said. Wait for wait for it. It's like a forty five second clip. Wait for the kill shot. The guy's almost to the end, running on top of the porta potties, uh-huh, uh-huh. and at like the last one because they're throwing beer at him, full beers at him. Right. The last guy, the killer, hits him right on the side of the head and just takes him out. I think that's an old one. Not, not that that matters. Is that an old one? I think it was a, I, I will, oh, let's I don't look know. at it. I think it's, I, I thought We'll it was look a at new it during one. the break because I'm not sure, but yeah, they're, they're, oh, you know. Oh, they just nailed them. We, we, uh, I went to the Preakness once and I sat in the infield and they had a rule back then. I've told this story before that you, anything, you could take anything you wanted into the infield. As long as you could carry it for about twenty yards, and they had two lines, like like two big yellow lines. Oh my god! So we had an old refrigerator that worked, and we had a generator for it. And we're oh, like, that's, that's a great idea. We're gonna carry this refrigerator in. Well, well, but Bo, this is the other thing. Only one guy, one person had to carry it. So we had a guy going with us. A guy, Ken was his name, and his nickname was the Animal. He was kind oh. of again a friend of a friend. Probably we, small guy. So we're sitting outside the track for a while, and we're treating the Animal like a heavyweight. He's not touching a thing. You. Champ, what do you need? Yeah. What you need a beer? I'm getting it for yeah, you. Yeah. You want a sandwich? I'm getting He didn't lift a finger for like two hours. And then we're walking up and guys are, you know, Messiah. And there's like 10 of us lugging this thing. Just, it's like the heaviest thing. We get it there. We set it down and they're like, there is no way. And the animal, we turned him loose. He's like, and he just like a horror movie monster. He staggers 20 yards. Whoa. The place just went berserk. Everybody's going crazy. The ushers, the cops, everybody's thrilled that the animal has pulled this off. So that's kind of the yeah, mood. I mean, I was, when you go to the I, I don't know. I just felt like it was like I've seen more videos of it this year of people just getting after like just nuts in there. Yeah. The, yeah, and the infield at, uh, right. at Indianapolis cool. used to be nuts. And there's a All place right. in the first turn called the Snake Pit that still has a little bit of that. And, and at now, the Preakness or the Indy? At, at Indy. Okay. And 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 the snake pit was all, it was just flat out crazy. And my yeah. favorite well, Kevin Calabro anecdote we ever is he met his wife in the snake well, pit. Well, of course, that makes sense. He and Sue Calabro. met in the snake pit at the Indy 500. And that doesn't surprise anyone. Well, I, I, I would say it might be the only couple that ever met, married, met in the snake pit, married, had what, they had five kids, they've lived a great life. Well, five. I'm sure some marriages hey, hey, have hey, happened hey. in the snake pit that didn't make it till Five, yes. Yeah. Five we know of. Well, you know. That they had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, the Mariners. I mean, I. I How about the Mariners? So sports. We always talk about sports all the time. There's a couple different storylines that happened this past week. And sports are always fun. What the Mariners are doing right now is just playing out neat and fun. And that's really what sports is about. Uh, we'll dive into that. Mariners, great weekend for them. Uh, really a test in uh, perseverance from a squad that has been hit with a lot of adversity. We'll dive into that next now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Get, get Crabtree in here so we can talk about the Indy 500. You guys were all over. There was a, there was, That's what we were doing. The yeah. six-minute breakdown was breaking down the Indy 500. You're right. The video that I, I came across of the guy running on the porta potties with the kill shot of the Indy from 2008. Yeah. I was duped by the internet. I want to say. I thought that was a new one. I think they've toned that oh, particular part of it down. Great. I think what happened Saturday was they just lost control of the crowd because the rain and the fog. <laughs> I've never seen a certainly a big stakes race. I've seen some smaller track oh. race. With that much fog, it was unbelievable. I don't know how that guy. Like, the guy even said, the guy calling the race goes, I'm looking at the same feed you are. He wanted everybody to know he was calling it off TV. Because yeah. he couldn't see yeah. at all. You couldn't see around Miserable. the track. What a, uh, what a weekend for the Mariners. Uh, they continue to grind out wins. Man, the, the resolve of this team, their ability to keep kind of coming back. And uh, night after night, what the hell? It was a great, you know, listen, Detroit's not a great baseball team. But whatever. Matter. I mean, come on. It does not matter. You took three out of four. 
uh, from a team that, my God, you should you probably you should have lost those. I mean, hey. really, I mean, on it, you're down four nothing on Friday. You lead an epic comeback then, and then yesterday you're getting no hit into the seventh inning mm-hmm. by Francisco Liriano, who apparently, according to reports, is available for a deal. Ooh, is that right? Yeah. Well, I don't know what you could give them, what you could give the old kitty cats, but how about uh, would you like to see Francisco Liriano call, in a Mariners uniform? Call up, I would call up Sports Radio in uh, in Detroit and dangle Niner Nate, Niner Nate for Francisco Liriano and Salmon. Yeah, hell of a how thing. about yeah, that? How about go. that deal, Detroit? Because you're not getting Salmon in Detroit. With, with all yeah, about that. With all due respect to, to <clears> our <throat> longtime friend, God rest his soul, Dave Henderson, who would say, "Hey, you know, come on, they're all big and they're all not big." I feel this series is going to be one we'd look back on, yeah. Puck, because if if you can put yourself back into your own head on Friday night, they've blown the game on Thursday night. They're ahead two to nothing and lose three yeah. to two. Friday night, they can't hit the ground if they fall over and they're down four to nothing and they're into the seventh and, and it's starting to kind of hit you. You know, we talked about this that in previous years losing Cano would be a death knell because he just he'd and and we're all kind of hoping, well, maybe this team can overcome it. But certainly Friday night, you've got to think, oh boy, no, it's too much to handle. I mean, yeah. now gonna, you know, they're they're dealing with some nagging injuries now. Their star player is gone. Could you know, Cruz is getting hit left and right. He gets hit again on Saturday. Uh, you know, it's yeah, they, they, there's they've had to go through a lot of adversity this year, and they just keep grinding it out. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you can look back. They make the postseason this year. What's this? Eight games over 500. It's their best mark since. Is it fifteen or sixteen? I think. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and, it's 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 awesome. It's a testament to those guys in the clubhouse to not get down on themselves with what they've had to go through. It felt like you know we were talking about it Friday. Our poll question: This is the beginning of the end, and the vast majority says the beginning of the end. Yeah, and it certainly felt like the beginning of the yeah. end. Friday, and then they score five runs in the seventh, and Paxson comes out and is the pitcher of the month for May. There's my hot take, Shockey. Pitcher of the month for May. Number one, Shockey. Is Eagle Paxton. Yeah. And then yesterday they come out, and, you know, they just face a buzzsaw. You're like, well, all right, well, they got a hit at least. And then they, bam, they come back again, and they grind it out extra. And you look and you go, wow, they win three of four. In in a series where everything had gone yeah. wrong last week, look, there's still a lot to go, but I think this is a weekend we're going to look back on pretty fondly. And the way that they do it, and the guys who can, I, you know, the guys who contribute to the win. One, you get James Paxson on Saturday, comes back, he follows up his no hitter on the road. They honor him. This is his first game at home. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the whole pomp and circumstance. And how many times have you seen this? Just not with this team, but even other teams. Mm-hmm. So they do something big. Like they did, and the Mariners when they when they honor someone, they go big with a whole marketing kind of campaign. Yeah, they do it right. But and didn't they do it on Friday night though? Which I thought was smart. I thought they did it on the night. Friday, I, I thought it was Saturday. Friday night that they did the big celebration of his no, no hitter. But they gave him an ovation on Saturday. Sure, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. it's his it's his first game at home, and he follows it up with just a beauty. The guy's an absolute had, gem of a game. Yeah, I mean, he's every every game in May. I mean, he's gonna be the pitcher of the month in the American League. If he just, if he just makes his his last two starts, he'll be the pitcher. Well, of the he's month a, in and he's answering a lot of questions too because the, the right, knock on right. James Paxton has been that he's soft. Yeah, a, month, does, a month ago, that he doesn't have it in in between the years. Yeah, and that uh, he doesn't have probably the well, really the mental toughness to probably be a guy that you can depend on. That's always been you know fair or unfair. That's been the yeah. criticism of him. I mean, he's I think has answered it. Every start. I mean, even the start after the 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 no hitter, 
I mean, I don't know. He, he was like six innings and three runs. Yeah, you know, he's been, look, he's fine. been great. Beyond fine. He has been great. And, and the way he finished that game Saturday, and now you, now you go into Sunday, you're thinking, well, geez, you know, okay, you're, you're doing, and then they, the way they win the game yesterday mm-hmm. and, and their resilience. I just, I love the way they celebrate. I mean, it's from you know, Segura, you know, Heredia, how, how well Heredia has been playing. You know, that was the other thing too, is that we all were wondering with Heredia, can he be a guy you can play out every day? Mm-hmm. And I've always thought, yeah, probably not. I probably agree with a lot of other people. He's probably not a guy that he's going to thrive in that role. Right. But every time they've given him an opportunity to play here now, he's been great. He's I was been great for him. I was so surprised that they gave Hanniger another pitch to hit. And I know you oh. don't want to put the, the, the tying run on board, which means the winning run's coming to the plate. I get that. But if I'd been the Tigers after his first the first pitch he hits, you know, three hundred and thirty feet and yeah. it just it just goes foul. And I'd have been like, all right, let's not give him anything to hit. Let's work away from him. Uh, and and but they they float a one out there. And I just made a mistake. He hangs an O two slider, and boom, he takes it out and ends up tying the ball game. And then Segura comes in with the game winning hit in the eleventh. I think that's what my main takeaway from this weekend was. Well, there's a couple of them. I mean, it's it's Paxton again answering the call one more time. That mm-hmm. he's obviously the best pitcher on the team, and so that's a huge step for him. I think this year because ever. You know, going into the season, our debate was who's the staff face? Who should start right. opening day? Right. Who really is he going to be able to take that next step to be the guy on this team? Well, he clearly, is, I think, has taken that next step this year. I don't think there's, I mean, if anyone disagrees, what would you disagree about? But what has he not shown you this year that right. he can be that guy? And he gets mm-hmm. the crazy thing about Paxton is how much he stronger he gets. And he throws the ball harder as he gets later into the game. Well, and he's and he's getting stronger oh, each outing too as the season progresses. And there's still some time left in the season, obviously. But what you're right, a month ago we were all still kind of asking the questions: When's this guy going to go deeper? When's he going to be dominant? And now after this month, I I yeah, was just he had not. There was that one point in his first what it was a four or five starts maybe was long, that he had not even gotten into the. He hadn't completed the seventh inning yet. I don't think he'd completed, I, I don't had completed. Had he gotten out of the fifth? Yeah, I mean, he was, it doesn't matter now. He's he's rolling. They're rolling, you know. You you can you can start to see, and again, there's a lot of wood to chop still. And I know people, are like, well, Detroit's a terrible team. Well, you play everybody, okay? Yeah. You play a 162 game schedule, and they all count as wins. Yeah. And so so go. So so what? It would have been better if they would lost to a terrible team. Uh, I I like. No, how, it would have been like under that thing. Well, it's uh, So we. So you wanted him to lose like against a good team, and right? So yeah. that makes it feel better. Like, yeah. Who cares? It, it, like it, you you got to play who's on your schedule. How about now? You got to go down to Oakland. And all of a sudden. The American League West is the best division in the American League, which is crazy. Now, some might argue, well, with the Red Sox and the Yankees atop the East, but if you just look record-wide, just sheer numbers-wide, there's four numbers of the five over. teams are over 500. Yeah. I mean, go down there, and, and I don't know. I'm just I'm thoroughly impressed with their ability to just get you know all of the distractions they have in front of them, mm-hmm. to be able to get over all of that kind of stuff, right. to put themselves in this position that they're at right now. It's just, it's just fun to watch. We always talk about... We always we all do it. We take it all way too serious. Mm, sure, sports. We watch it way and, yeah. and oh, those of us here and the people yeah. who listen every day are watching it way closer but than they, the average bear. They, I mean, right right now, what's happening? And the news on Cano still stinks, and it will always stink, and it will stink until he you know he eventually comes back. But what these like the fun, like the smile, the enthusiasm of like Segura and Heredia mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. and that's why you go to games. That's why you watch. Right. That's right. what's so much fun about it. You know, we we talk about we've we've mentioned this before, but the Hanniger and Segura and Segura trade. I mean, I I don't know. I'm trying to. There's we have been duped by a lot of bad trades in this town, especially with this baseball team. Right. This this may have the potential to go down one of maybe the best ever. 
because these two guys are just unreal in terms of two guys being cornerstones of the franchise right now right. and delivering night in and night out the way that they're delivering. And delivering with joy and, yeah. and, and, and delivering with kind of attitude. You know, you know, people have, I saw some people talk about this team seems to have more guts. Now, granted, they're winning a little. And, and look, a five game losing streak is just around the corner. Baseball t- teaches yeah, you that sure. over the years. There's, there's some adversity coming. Yeah. But if we've learned one thing about this team in the first 40 some odd games of the year, 50 games a year, they can handle some adversity. A five-game losing streak will be just one other thing that they'll have. Because yeah, they, they're pitching done a great is still, job. Yeah, I mean that's why we brought up like Liriano. I mean, yeah, if someone like Francisco Liriano is available for you at the deadline, and that's why the reports coming out today that Detroit will eventually you pay him or whatever, whatever you can get. Now they don't have a lot in their minor league system, but a guy like Liriano, yeah, that's what you go out and acquire. You get someone mm-hmm. like that because they'll need somebody obviously at the deadline and before that. Don't wait till July. He won't. He'll strike a month before. That's yeah. what that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And a month before this, get someone to help in your bullpen. You know, if they can find that, they can find a more consistent eighth inning guy. And again, no, those guys, they don't grow on trees. So right. it's going to be hard to find that guy specifically. Find some bullpen help. Find another starter or two. And then and then you got something. Because this offense, even without Cano, I mean, obviously he's capable enough to putting up numbers and scoring. Right. right. They have a, because they've got great hitters on this team. Yeah, they, they do. And, and you know, they're, they're just... I just love the makeup of the club, and there, there was a play yesterday that I remember. I wanted, I wanted to talk about, it. and it's you know, it, it turns out I don't know how big a play it was. Although you don't want to give a team any extra outs late in a close game, the last out of Detroit, uh, the, the last out they made in the ninth inning when I think it was Iglesias uh, kind of bunts the ball, he kind of chopped at it, and it, it, yeah. the play Zanino made. Now remember, Zanino has just come into the game, and he just just pounces on it and really makes a nice defensive play. That okay, let's not give Detroit another extra at bat. And and those are the little things sometimes you can overlook, but in a close game, that's such an important play. I was I was sky high after that game yesterday. I felt so good about because I'm you know, you and I were were both just kinda we've watched enough and it's easy to be cynical on the Cano thing and geez, mm-hmm. what come on, man. And to see them play that way, because we one thing we could all agree on, I think, except for the percentage of curmudgeons that are never gonna change, we'd all love to see these guys win. And keep winning. And I think the Mariners know that. I think even the most cynical of us in this, it's like, we'd love to see you guys keep winning. There's a generation of fans right now that are, I mean, mean, think about this for, if you were, I mean, so when's the last time the post? I mean, since 2001, right? Well, look, if you're. Okay, so that's 17 years. Yeah. Imagine if you're a a six-year-old. What I mean, you have not seen this baseball. It's like when we grew up, when I grew up. They were, I mean, they were never good. Yeah. Ever. Think, think about it this way, Puck. Somebody buying a beer at Safeco Field this year legally for the first time does not remember this team making the playoffs. Right. A 21-year-old Did having you, a having a 48-ounce yeah. bottle of something there down at their seat uh, has no memory of Lupinella managing this team, yeah. no memory of them, you know, kind of in the one year they were 2002, okay. 2002, 2003, they were okay. In 2001, you were nine, right, Jackson? Yeah. Nine years old. I barely remember it. I mean, right? Yeah, you know, when you're nine, you don't care about you know, the day to day. You kind of remember the bigger picture. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're my nine. Go eat your. Own. Unless you're my nine year old who grinds. Yeah. Grinds on everything. Yeah, that's all right. She is a. Oh man. She winner. <laughs> she's riding to dine with those with that team right now. That's so it's awesome. Really pretty impressive to watch. That is fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's. It has been so long. It is always. It has been under the surface here and bubbling for so long. Because I, you know, I think it's a good sports community. I would. It's never. It's not great here. But it, it is a fan. It is a loyal fan base here. I mean, I, I agree. How big it, it's a loyal fan base that has just been 
the most part, has been beaten down for a very long time. And right. they just want to win. And those guys, yeah, I know the Mariners. They know that over there. They understand. It's it's frustrating for them as much as it's frustrating for us as fans. It's more for yes, them. Absolutely. they got to work every day. Especially the ones who've worked there for so long. Right. They want to win desperately. And so I think what they're doing right now, I think we said it a few weeks ago, at least I did, and this was even before Cano went out. I think this is going to be a fun summer because they just keep finding ways to win despite everything kind of stacked against them before the Cano injury. Mm-hmm. I and mean, their pitching is still a major question mark. It will always be a question mark. Hey, hey, hey it's May 21st. They got yeah. lots of questions. Yeah. There's no, there's yeah. no, but, but look, they are in such, and after this weekend, you know, taking that body blow of Cano, it's a one, two punch. Cano gets hurt. Yeah. Oh God, he's out for, you know, yeah. however many games. Oh, he also tested positive. Mm-hmm. He's out for 80 games. I mean, there's teams that fold up in, under those circumstances, and these guys did the exact opposite for the weekend, and now we'll see if they can you know, keep that kind of attitude going. I think going. it's a little bit different. I know there's been, in, in, you know, in the last five or six years, there's been other times in which they've been in a playoff race towards the end of the season. I don't know why this one feels different than those years. The only thing I keep coming back to is, I think, the youth factor to it. That's yeah. why it's, it feels different for me, because it's not only, are they playing better baseball right now? Yes. It's because of the guys contributing to the team mm-hmm. or guys that I can look at and go, well, I, they're going to be a part of the team for years to come that you can right. build around. And I just keep coming back to Segura and Hanniger. Those are two guys that in you know five years most still going to be here, most right. likely, and that you're building around that can be the next potential next wave of a great organization. Do we know uh, if everything's okay with D. Gordon? They talked about that on the broadcast a little bit uh, yesterday. He looked... He, he uh, I heard Blower say he's got a little bit of a foot problem, and boy, when he got up after yeah. stealing second before he came in with the winning run, uh, and we pr- should probably talk about the guys down the right field line at some point too, who you know mm-hmm. wouldn't have mattered, I guess. But no. come on, man! Uh, Did um, you see the video? Now that you mentioned that, did you see the video of the fan, the guy in Houston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that grabbed yeah, the his ball. His wife gets in his grill. How great was that woman? Yeah. That woman just ran, just gave her husband, I assume it's her husband, the riot. What yeah. are you, stupid son of a you-know-what? What are you doing touching the ball? Don't touch the ball. I We're mean, at home. That's yeah. our team. We're, Stop it. We're asking a lot out of you if you're sitting down the outfield line, the front first row. First of all, we can talk about the Hanniger thing, you yeah. know. Good job. Okay, okay. The Seattle fans were grading him this week. Yeah. Good job of giving Mitch lots of room on that but, ball. But, you know, it's like, come on, it, it, it's the circle of trust, the falling, right? Yeah, yeah you fall. You got to grab him. It's okay as he's coming over to you to keep your hands kind of in an yeah. area where, hey, if this guy falls, yeah. I want to catch him. We don't want him to fall on his on your seat that you're and crack his head open. <laughs> I was just blown away. And then on maybe s- there should be a tutorial, like like we've yeah. started with. Uh, I like to go around to the bars and tell them how to put a TV on. We right, can go yeah. around. Yeah. And hey. and one of the one of the green coats could go down there and you know uh no. like when you get on a plane and they tell you, you're sitting in the emergency exit. Who if no one wants to be here right now, mm-hmm. you can leave. But right. if you're gonna be here, here's some of the responsibilities. I think it's time for the green jackets to go down there in the first base side and be or even third base and go, here are your responsibilities. We're the home team here. Again. The ball comes your way. Yeah. It's hit by one of our guys. Don't touch it. Yeah. Don't reach out and try and feel it. And if a guy on our team, now if it's the opposing team, don't do anything. In yeah. fact, actually get in their way. Right. If it's our guy coming into the stands, get out of his way. But yeah. when he's falling in, yeah. circle of trust. We grab him. Yeah. There's just like there's enough for you to do. Hanniger's not that big. What is you the could. Yeah. What is the thing when you stand up and you, the guy catches you and you? you I know fall what backwards. you mean. What yeah. The hell is yeah. that thing called? I, I, I don't Anyone know. The, know the, the funniest thing? prank in the world to play on somebody yeah. is what I would call it. Yeah. But but the um. 
No, you 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 look at that, and I can't remember. I I started. I had a, I had an uh, I had some point, and it's just gone. I don't know what the hell you got. <laughs> this me. is what age does. No, right? no, I was I was on track to make some point about uh, was something, something or, about the bar because you kind of snapped. No, no, it was D Gordon. TV. It was back to okay. D Gordon, and and do we know because he looked he was getting up gingerly at second I base think and something with his toe, right? Yeah, his foot, I so just want to look. Okay. Let's ice every part of his yeah. body. Let's make sure he's in sleeping good shape. chamber. Yeah, we need him. Good and healthy. Well, I think that's. I think and there was someone that had texted this in a four nine four five one on the Heritage Distilling Drinking Text Line. Uh, Trustful. That's what it's called. Thanks, Trustful. Steve. Trustful. Uh, the Mariners are finally young and exciting to watch. That that's kind of my point with why this team is different than the teams in the past who have kind of been in it with the wild card. Like I always reference, like Griffey's year, the first year. Mm-hmm. Like there was no really young guys to kind of get like get excited about. I'm just excited about these guys, and specifically Hanegar Segura, but also D Gordon. I know D Gordon's not the youngest guy in the book, but I'm yeah. just he he brings a youthful exuberance to to the game. That's what I and think. So it does is. Segura. Yeah, Hanegar doesn't bring much like doesn't bring that, but he's young. And then Heredia's got that too. I mean, I'm looking. At, they're not as young as you think. They're new. Oh, yeah, we have but, a lot of new faces, and they're excited. They're they're happy to be playing. They're not, they're, yeah, they're, they're they're not 23 and 24, right. but they're guys that are. They're not also like 32. Right. They're not guys that are just going to be here for a year. They're not rental players. Right. And no, guys you're going to build around. That's the better way of putting it. Is they're guys they're going to be here for a while? Because I mean, they're all. I mean, I mean, Gamble's the youngest everyday guy. He and Healy are. They're both 26. Everybody else. Yeah. But it's there, there's a youthful exuberance to him. They're new to even a guy like like Gordon is thirty, but he's new to us. And boy, is he fun to watch yeah. play. And you got to think. I mean, he's got to look at what's going on down in Florida. Going, man, I can't believe I'm I'm actually with a team that's rolling, that's trying to get it done. What a blank show the Marlins are. Oh, did you hear what Jeter did this weekend? He pulled the credential from a Miami sports talk radio guy. Did he really? Yeah, because they've been lying in their their lawsuit with Miami Dade County. That they they tried to say that they can avoid this lawsuit because they have, they're an international company because he set up a he set up a, a PO box in mm-hmm. the Bahamas yeah so the Marlins man and this radio guy went to the Bahamas to go look at the the building and it's just a PO box yeah so they're lying they just did this to and avoid this caught. lawsuit and they got caught so they banned so Jeter them? said no you're done you can't you can't come to the games anymore that's that, their that, Jeter that's that's not good no uh so I don't know it's fun it's fun to watch. It uh, they had a great series this weekend from Paxton to the rallies on Friday, uh, to Saturday or to yesterday as well. Uh, just fun to watch them. I mean, that's what it should all be about. It's, just, it's all sports is fun. You know, it's, you know, guys. Remember the morning we're talking about Vegas. We've talked about the Vegas thing too. Maybe we'll get into it later. That you know, have, I agree. They haven't paid their dues, and it stinks because if you're one of these franchises that have you know, like you're Winnipeg, right? You're like really, we're, we're we're waiting for our first Stanley Cup appearance. These guys are going to get it in their very first year. Yeah. One thing I'll say about Vegas, and I thought Barry Melrose, I think it was last night, nailed it. These were guys that were castoffs. Mm-hmm. Sure. They were given away by sure. their teams, and they've rallied as being castoffs to put themselves now in this position to play for a Stanley Cup title. And then obviously, what happened in Vegas? How they rallied around the city, rallied around them after that horrific shooting. Right. The timing and of this was important. It's given. It's given the people there you know, mm. something else to kind of think about and focus away from the negativity of what happened there. So that's a fun story. Which yeah. that's what sports is all about. Their opening fun. night when they introduced their twenty-four, uh, whatever, right. and every one of the players came out with a first responder, and they introduced oh. the first responders as well. It was impossible not to see. Yep. You know, it's a shame that this is necessary, but the way sports can help a community come together and, and to honor those who are who are fearless in times of terror. Absolutely. All right, how was your weekend? I know this about my weekend. I was overserved at a wedding. 
details. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Hey, I know the name of this song, Hollywood Nights. There you go. See. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet It band. all comes back to me. There'll be a lot of Bob Seger this week when I'm camping in the middle of nowhere in the woods getting weird. So, a lot of Seger. A lot of Seger and Petty. My go-to for camping. Interesting triple bill in my youth. I think I was 14, and we went out to see a band that may, may very well have been being promoted by Pat O'Day. We saw Bachman Turner Overdrive as the headliner. Young band from Boston named Aerosmith opened up for them, a young band. and a guy from Detroit named Bob Seger oh. opened up. So that was our triple bill one night for like six bucks. We saw Bob say none of them were big yet. Bachman Turner was the biggest. That's unbelievable. How about that? That's great. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up top of the hour, he's in here doing headlines. We're going to pick his brain. Uh, Curtis Crabtree. Wait a uh, minute. We don't have Curtis. I thought Curtis comes on on Thursdays. No, we're going to switch some things up. around because we're going to put uh, uh, Cliff Averill is going to be joining us now on Thursdays. Oh, he is? Yeah. I didn't get any yeah. notice on this. Yeah. I didn't sign off on this. Well, that's a purple sheet move. Yeah. Purple I don't really. Sheet, I, so I you, don't. Have to, you have to put him on. I said, I, I don't know if we want him on. Yet. And on Thursday, I won't even be here. So what do I that's care? That's right. You're gone Thursday, yeah. Friday. It doesn't matter. So Cliff's going to be on uh, with us uh, uh, once a week. Uh, he'll talk about his charity event that he had this past weekend. I talked to somebody yesterday. They went. She said it was wonderful, great time uh, down at Spin in Seattle, which I guess is just like this. Well, it's a, obviously it's a bar, but it's like a ping pong bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how have I missed this place? This is a big I deal now. Ping pong. There's a handful of them. I, I'll, I'll ask Jackson. I bet now? he knows. There's a handful of ping pong bars. That's kind of a new hot thing. He doesn't thing. go yeah. out. That's right. He's not a young person. He's, not he's, a young he's person. an old he's, soul and a young guy. He's 65 years old. He but doesn't I still go enjoy out. young person he sits. He sits on his front porch and yells at people walking by his house. Yeah, hey, did you see Why are you walking in front of my house? To see your favorite driver is like four cars back? Yes, I was God. I was so happy this morning. Well, I'm surprised she even came to work today, given the, the rather yeah, brutal attack. You, you aired her out on mm. Douchebag Friday. You aired her out, and almost. <laughs> I mean, I was scared for you as you were walking out of the building that someone would accost you. That white yeah. Audi can suck it today. Well, apparently they can. <laughs> uh, how, Gas, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was great. I've got, I've got. No, I'm trying to think. I not, a, not a whole lot to yeah, report. Kind of laying around. Watched a lot of baseball. Did a lot of yard work after the game yesterday. Oh, got that all work. done. Uh, and, You'd have um, to do all of the yard work there, Gas. No, no, no. We, we uh, help out a little. Oh, bit? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The, R- Renee uh, put some tomato plants in, oh, and then did a bunch of. She uh, got some herbs in and hung a big basket that were growing the herbs in. No, it was fun. Oh, it was a yeah. fun afternoon. Herbs, legal herbs, or were you all going? Yeah, on? yeah, okay, yeah. 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 We're, well, there isn't well, anything know. illegal anymore. I don't think. Well, you can grow a certain amount, Gas. You can can, grow just for personal use. Just for personal use. Is that what I'm? Yeah, I don't. Come on, I don't. I don't. I don't raise cattle, and I'm not going to. You know. I have a store I go to you for these things. You should raise cattle. It'll be great. Jackson, how was your weekend? It was great. I went to my family's lake cabin over on Lake Cushman. We still so. haven't got an invitation of the lake cabin. Uh, what Cushman. we need to do is, it, I mean, it's a giant cabin. We need to just take okay. the entire station and just Perfect. go have a weird weekend. Let's go this weekend. I'll um, cancel the trip weekend. to Indy. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend at Jackson's cabin. Sorry, Sounders game on Saturday. Can't do this weekend. Well, 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 we well, can go. We yeah, don't have to be here for the Sounders. I, I have you to don't there. need to be there yes, for us I do. to go to the cabin. Yes, I do. Who are the Sounders playing? Real Salt Lake. Wrong again, Jackson. Jackson. Real Salt Lake. Everyone wrong, knows wrong. Real Salt Lake. Wrong, Puck. Fake Salt Lake. There's nothing real <laughs> about them. Real There's Salt nothing, Lake. There's nothing. That's good. I mean, come on. What do you, we, we, we call our team, you know, uh, no. It's fake Salt Listen, Lake. None of these soccer like teams that. have original like names. They and, all just, it's either Real or FC. Or and, United. Or United. And, and they, none of them can come up with anything different. And they're mouthy media puppet pops. <laughs> My gosh. She is. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, we, we know. And, and, and don't, don't give them that dignity of calling them Real. So cabin all, week, cabin all weekend. Yeah, yeah, we went up on Saturday morning. 
morning and stayed through Sunday night and ate amazing meals as we always do. Grilled okay. some burgers, grilled some salmon, had cream chip beef. It was amazing. You haven't heard of cream chip beef? Yeah, oh, yeah what sure. is that again? So what it's you do is you poop take... on a shingle in no, the army. God. Yeah, well, exactly what it's called. You, you slice up some thinly sliced corned beef and yeah. then you put it in kind of a nice white sauce and you put it over biscuits. Yeah, okay. it's poop on a yeah, yeah, ask an army guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Now I'm dying to hear about your weekend. Oh, weekend I, was great. I uh, seem to hear that there was some overindulgence at a wedding. Well, I was overserved. It's never my fault. It's always the person that's serving me. Who got married every time in a week? Uh, my niece got married on Saturday. Uh-huh. Congratulations to uh, oh, okay. my niece Rachel, and I'm sure her her dad is really thrilled about the summer that is uh, the summer of weddings mm-hmm. uh, for his family because in six weeks his other daughter is going to get married. How would you like to flip that double bill right now? And I'm because this thing was out in Woodenville at a uh, what winery was it at? It uh, was what? at Novelty Hills. What does it matter to it you? It doesn't matter. It's a fancy, fancy yeah, winery. That's a nice out place. There. Novelty Hills, very nice. Okay, nice. Lots of people there. Is that the one and with I, the big fire pit in the back? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've been to a wedding. Okay, there there. I go. saw a guy walk on the fire pit one day. And so, I'm th- all I'm all I'm thinking as 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 my beautiful niece is walking down the aisle with 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 her dad. And Man, I'm, I need a cocktail. And I'm looking at him as he's walking up, and all I can think of is he's got to do this again in about six or seven weeks. As his youngest will get married, and I'm like, huh, boy, what does his bank account look like now? Like, and because he should be retired by now, but he mm-hmm. can't because he's he's got to pay for all these weddings. And I'm thinking, how the look on his face was one of I know what it really was of uh, sadness because you're you're well, you're sad just because oh, this is your daughter, but he's happy more than anything. He's yeah. happy, but you know, there's always this kind of sadness because oh my god, I'm I'm walking my you know, my daughter, my middle daughter down the aisle, and I'm overcome with emotion. But all I could think about was. Those look in his eyes looks like, man, I can't believe i got to pay for another one of these in six weeks. So he's got three daughters? Three daughters. Three girls. Yeah. Uh, uh, is, so one, got, is one of them already married? Uh, yeah, so they'll all be so married. One, uh, so he's already all, paid for one, in, the oldest one. In some ways, it's like a medical procedure. It's like, look, you got me on the uh, operating table. Go ahead and knock out this other thing, too, while you, you got me. Can you imagine just having to pay for three of these things? Yeah, yeah uh, but you're done, then. Well, yeah, that he's done, but he's got to work until he's 90. Well, you know, that's... So he's got another one coming up. So it was wonderful. So it was a, it was a great... Uh, Great wedding on Saturday. We we mm-hmm. got after it. What did you What did you get after? Was it a lot of wine? Uh, I I um. So I love weddings. Mm-hmm. By the way, I mm-hmm. want to be a professional wedding goer. Goer. Yeah. I don't a, care. I just eat. That's you, a decent job. If you if there's anyone in our audience, if you need more people to come to your wedding, mm-hmm. I am here. You can rent me. I'm fun. I dance. I tell jokes. What was the movie? The Wedding Crashers. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty but funny movie. I don't want to crash. I just want you, you to have invite an invite. Me yeah, okay. Because I just love the copious amounts of wine that are at these things. Uh, yeah, sure. To start drinking. So I went. At, uh, I don't drink champagne a lot until I'm at weddings. Mm-hmm. So we went champagne heavy. Yeah, champagne is really a dangerous, dangerous mistress. Followed with wine. Maybe the best food I've ever had in my life at a wedding. We had wow. like this, like Snake River Wagyu beef or something. Did you guys dance. Oh, danced for Dance? hours. After shaking sore. your ass a little Still bit? Still sore. Good. Still sore out Good. This is like a great time. But woke up on Sunday, mm-hmm. not feeling good. Well. Extremely hungover. Champagne is the oh. is the king of that. Took an Uber ride home with our mm-hmm. guy, Adid. Did you, uh, did you barf in the back 50, seat or anything? No, there's no throwing. I've been throwing up since uh, since last week. So $55, <laughs> cat, uh, $55 Uber ride home, which was actually not That's bad. It's a bargain. Yeah, not bad at that time of night. Get back there, and boy... You know, if you could ask me, what's the one thing? What are the two things you'd love to do on a Sunday after drinking wine and champagne all night? I'd want you know a, what I would answer. I'd want a big breakfast. Yeah, big breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. No, sir. At uh, ten a.m., uh, me and the four-year-old, we uh, we uh, we uh, made ourselves uh, over there at Greenwood Park for a four-year-old birthday, five-year-old birthday party. 
So I got it for two hours, 10 to 12, sit in kind of a lightly mist rain uh-huh. and watch uh, about 15 five-year-olds run around, play games, and how to participate in all the games. When all I'm, th- uh, I'm sweating. All right, I'm doing is right. sweating at this thing and wondering, can I get another cocktail someplace else? Yeah. Then I come home from that. I have about an hour nap. Please say gymnastics meet. Please say gymnastics oh, meet. It's, it's better. Yeah. Oh, it's better, gas. Yeah. About an hour wait until about 2 o'clock when 13... Nine and ten year olds came over to my house for the for Beast Mode's nine year old unicorn scavenger birthday party. Oh, she, she had a birthday? So, birthday well, yeah, so it was here on Tuesday, yeah, birthday party was on that? Sunday. Oh, so that's then great. I'm I get a, I'm still sweating. Yeah, yeah, you look still like really crap, haven't it, it, it hadn't eaten much. Uh-huh. Really dying for another cocktail. And I got all these girls over there. We do a scavenger <laughs> hunt around the neighborhood. We split that we split it up in two teams. My wife takes one team. I take, of course, the, the birthday girl and her team. And um, the best part about it was we had to find our, our things that we had to find were kind of all themed around her birthday, mm-hmm. like her month that she was born, the year, all of that. The best part about it was we had to find a 2009 nickel. Okay, a nickel from 2009. For her birth year. Yeah, for her birth year. So we're going around. I mean, neighbors. I've got neighbors. God, I have neighbors that have a lot of change. They are dumping out, like, it looks like a bathtub full of change on their front porch. (laughs) And, like, five girls, six girls are are going through it trying to find it. And then when they spend, like, five minutes looking, they go, oh, we can't find anything. They hightail to the next house. I'm left there. To clean up? No, I'm like... The poor people are looking at me like I'm. You just disrupted a really nice, wonderful Sunday I've had. Yeah. And uh, now I've got to pick this all up. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you want any help? And they're like, No, it's fine. Mm. I'll do it. You but didn't passive aggressive. You didn't mess with the pimento cheese lady, did you? No. Pimento sandwich. No, 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 no. Don't mess up that relationship. But the best thing about it was we never could find. So the other team that was led by my wife, the most competitive person I've ever met in my life, won because they got mm. all their their items because they had different items than ours. We never could find the 2009 nickel. You want to know why? Limited. We looked it up on the internet. We went to 16 different houses. No one had one. Limited edition. Limited area. edition of the 2009 nickel. They made very few of them. They didn't need it's many It's like nickels. a collector's item. Yeah. People on eBay are hawking these things. I turned to my wife when we got home. I said, really? You did this on purpose, right? Because you're competitive and you knew you, want, you wanted to win. My daughter is extremely competitive. Like her... She's almost in full tears. I'm like, you've almost ruined the birthday. You, you think it was all planned? I think, yes, of course it was planned. If you know her, yes, damn right it was planned. The she wanted the 2009 nickel 2009 is, is nickel to collector's that? piece. So that's how I spent my Sunday hungover with two different birthday parties. Curtis Crabtree, he's next to inform us on the M's and also OTA start for the Seahawks.